Hey Hey y'all! And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Okay, so at this point, we have gotten to, like, Edward's left, he's gone, and we've gotten to the point where Edward, Edward left, she got ditched in the fucking woods and lost. And at the time, the only werewolf, which was actually, I, I should stop saying werewolf. I should say shapeshifter because they're not werewolves. They're shapeshifters. And there's even a difference like in the Twilight movies. Like they even say that like, you know, they're not werewolves or shapeshifters. Um, but like the only shapeshifter at the time has to find her in the woods after she gets ditched. She has ditched all of her friends. She doesn't want to ever leave Forks because she wants to wait for Edward forever until he comes back. Instead of, like, doing the logical thing with, like, maybe moving on with their life, getting therapy, uh, or, you know, looking for another vampire who will turn you. If you want to be a vampire that bad, just go find another one. Just, yeah. I'm sure there's more. Yeah. It's just like, you know, okay. So, handling everything in the most unhealthy way possible she then decides to go and buy a bunch of motorcycles so that she can go really fast put herself in danger and hallucinate which i feel like would have been succeeded by just maybe buying some hallucinogens instead which might have just been a more effective way to do that she then proceeds to more or less get in a relationship with jacob for like a while and like, in the books, it's really creepy, like, the way she's super attached to him in like, a <sighs> parasite kind of way. Parasitic <laughs> kind of way. Yeah, she's just like, he's my son, and the only reason I feel warm, and, like, the only reason, like, the gaping hole in my chest, you know, feels warm anymore, and when he's not around, like, the cold takes over, and she's like, that is the weirdest, weirdest <laughs> thing to say. And, like, also super unfair to Jacob because he's definitely in love with you and you know it and you don't give a fuck. No. So she don't and that that's just that's just mean. It is. It's really Jacob is so nice and he He's only such cares. a sweetheart. He only cares. And it's just like but no, you you're just destroying this boy over and over again and Wasting your college funds on some motorcycles, by the way, which is total bullshit. But, hey, she doesn't want to go to college anymore because she just wants to stay in Forks forever. Granted, In the hopes he, that he comes back. Yeah, in the hopes that he one day comes back. Like, seriously. Move on, child. Yeah. Move on. It's like, look, I get, like, first love and everything is, like, the hardest or whatever, apparently. But... Charlie should have gotten her therapy like after the first week. First of all, after the first week of screaming, yeah, yeah, like she screams every night in her sleep. Like, definitely should have gotten her therapy after like the first two or three nights. Maybe she'd have just considered to get her therapy anyway because you know, her boyfriend left her in the woods when he broke up with her, and his family moved the same day. That's really weird. Also, could you imagine how terrifying it would be like if you're daughter's boyfriend's whole family moved and the same day your daughter goes missing you would just assume they'd murdered her 
Like, right? no questions. She's dead. Like, that's what you would have to think. And no, they find her in the woods because Edward left her in the woods. I just, no. I would have, if I was Charlie, I would have just been like, okay, week one is over. You're screaming every night in your sleep. You need therapy and your mother. I'm sending you to Jacksonville. This isn't up for debate. Go to Jacksonville. I would have driven her to Jacksonville. Well, no, I wouldn't have, because that's no. Take her to the airport, and just drop her off right there, and be like, "Get to your well, gate." I wouldn't trust her to get on the fucking plane. I'd fly out there with her and deliver her to her mother. Like, there you go. So you need your mother and you need therapy in whichever order you would like, but you need both. And that's just such bullshit. That is such bullshit. I just, uh, uh-uh. I just feel like that's it's bad parenting, but at the same time. Like it's just it's just not good. <laughs> like, none it just, of it is good. None of it is good. Look with more screaming. Like she screams every night for months. Like that's trauma. That is absolute trauma. See, even your dad's just like, Jacob's the better option here. You feel yeah. more alive. It's like Jacob wouldn't ditch you in the woods. Terminal Bachelor. <laughs> Charlie Swan, the famous ladies' man, apparently. Though he does get married at some point, so. Charlie's so underestimated, like, as a character. No, he's only asking you, what would you do if I said I could not fix these bikes? Just be like, like ditch right, me? He's asking if you're using him, is what he's right? doing. Would you ditch me? Like, yeah. I wouldn't see you for the past three months because yeah. I'm he's useless asking, to you? just like, are you only interested in me for the fact that I can fix these? It's called Sam and it's called, oh, child, if you only knew. I love how Jacob's like, relax. They always go cliff I jumping. She, I love how she just runs in the street. Yeah, Embry missed some school and now he's Sam's acolyte. Mm. Yeah. I wonder what's going on there. <laughs> Granted, my first thought wouldn't be he turned into a werewolf. <laughs> be I'm with Jacob. I first thought would have been like weird cult or like blackmail. Not he's a supernatural creature. Look I at that never, dive. I would never cliff dive like that. It's no, so I don't even want to go base jumping like with a yeah. bungee. No, I'd rather I would rather go skydiving. I wouldn't do any of those things. See, I want to go skydiving. That's on my list because I am strapped to a human. A professional who knows what yeah. they're doing. I am strapped to them physically. I That's cannot fair. leave. They're in charge of the parachute. That's, yeah, okay. So, like, if it's I'm somebody with, else. And yeah. I love free falling. So that is, like, perfect for me. But my logic when it comes to, like, base jumping mm-hmm. or, like, stuff like that with the bungee, like, yeah. my brain goes, my fat ass is going to snap the bungee and I'm going to come back and smack my head on the on like the, the bottom of the bridge that I just jumped out of. My issue with it is always, you know, besides the absolute way that that just has to be painful to do it, to bungee jump like that, is, like, look, we've both worked in retail. How diligent are employees? They're not. That's just the that's the answer to that. And how concerned with the state of the product are employers? No, they're not. How many times did things break when we worked in the cafe? How many times oh did they not God. give up that it was broken and we couldn't get anything fixed? 
how often do you think they're replacing those bungee cords and or just being like it'll be fine absolutely not i don't trust these things for the quality and that they need they are being replaced when they need to because i absolutely believe somebody's gonna let me bungee jump from something that is mostly broken because they don't want to buy a new one and, and spend the money like i know can't we just spend the money and get a new machine before you know everything else breaks and we start losing customers and you get mad at us for this like come on yeah like no no. i want a cookie go get a cookie maybe don't tell me to get a cookie get a cookie don't be rude oh i see your (laughs) kitty cat i see your kitty oh the cookie yeah look a cookie you call cookie is wait is that his name her name is cookie (laughs) (laughs) oh look here she comes good it's good she hangs out in her little bed at a uh, mom's room avoiding everyone yeah. yeah like yesterday my my parents had their door closed and missy was like out in the living room just looking at me like i've missed my spot that's fair like i'm just like me and cat me are very attached to what we think is ours so and yeah. i'm just like missy I miss having you socialize. Like you used to hang yeah. out under, like you used to hang out in the living room, and I used to see you. That's how you would get pets. Now you're just over there. Even the cat version of me is not a social creature. <laughs> What's hilarious is though she used to be the outdoor cat, and I finally brought her in one year. It took her a while to adjust, but now. When the door is open, like, she'll go and look and be like, what's out there? And then maybe she'll go outside for, like, a minute. Just a minute. Like, a couple feet out and then run right back and, like, nope, nope, I don't like it. Look, we have gotten used to the luxury and we don't appreciate the outdoors anymore. We understand what air conditioning is now, so we will not be going outside anymore. That is the message directly from me and kitty cat me, okay? Like, I speak for her in this moment. (laughs) There is no going outside. She doesn't like it. I don't like it. We don't want to socialize with anybody. Leave us to our spot and leave us alone. That is how both cat version and human version of Misty work. (laughs) I love her. I have never met her, but I hope she knows she is absolutely adored by this version of her of another species. She just hangs out there. She's like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we're good. We don't need to be out there. Do you want your cookie or no? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. I want a cookie now. It's your fault. (laughs) We're officially getting on the bikes now. It's only been 54 minutes and we're just getting to the riding of the bike. Oh my god, it's a two and a half hour long movie. It's longer than Twilight. Great. Um, I did not realize they were like near a marsh. Are they near near a marsh? There's a giant body of water. Could be a lake. It is Washington. That's true. Or it could be a marsh. That has a lot of mud. Yes, let's go biking on mud with no traction. Why can't he just take her to like a road? Like an actual real road? I don't know. Release the clutch. How does Jacob not notice her like really weird behaviors of like hallucinations? I mean, he does, but he's just like, he's so in love with her. He's just like, I'm going to ignore it. It's fine. It's fine. 
You're gonna eat. You're gonna squid out. Like. Also, her hair is not moving nearly enough for going as fast as she is. Right. Hit the brake as she. She's like she, twenty feet from him. She he fucking bounced into that rock. I mean, she get thrown into a lot of things. She was thrown into many walls and many mirrors in the first one. She's thrown into a wall in this movie and a table. See, you can be with Jacob and bleed and not have to worry about someone ripping into your throat. Mm-hmm. It's just blood, Bella. So he takes... Hello! <laughs> She's bleeding. His first thought is, yeah, let me just take my whole shirt off and so I can press it against your head. And it, like he doesn't clean any of it up. He just actually spreads the blood around. But, you know, needed to take his shirt off. He's trying to enforce, like, this is what you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> How hard did you hit your head? She, not hard, honey. She's already been that dense. She's been yeah. that dense since she was born. Honestly. And I love how they're just like, oh, you're talking to us now? Mm-hmm. Mike is honestly just such an asshole. <laughs> Mike is your typical oblivious teenage boy. A jock, yeah. Yes, he is your typical jock. Mm-hmm. His first thing, the very Why first are you asking that... her out on a date when your girlfriend's right there? Or did they break up? I don't think they were together at that point. I don't really know. Uh, but like his first thought, the very first time she goes and sits back with him is like, I'm just going to ask her on a date. She seems to not be unhappy or depressed or anything anymore. So I'm just going to, now that she's good, now, now I can talk to her again. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Oh yeah, she asked him to go see Face Punch that uh-huh. movie where like it's like it's really gory and he walks out like he in sick. the middle of it like because <laughs> he gets really sick. Yeah. <laughs> he gets squeamish and she's just like, God damn it! Yeah. Jessica's just like, I will go wherever Mike goes. She's just, but at the same time, she's like, I don't want to go anywhere with Bella again. <laughs> like fuck that. <laughs> Last time I went out with Bella, she went on a bike with strangers. Yeah, like she ran off with like some strangers. So hi, Bucky. He's being such a dick to Jacob. Are you old enough to see this movie? Like, he's a year younger than you. The most awkward movie to have been watched, honestly. Bella. Which one? The one they're watching or we watching them? (laughs) The second most awkward movie (laughs) is the one she's in. Jacob is smiling. Bella is uncomfortable. And Mike is like, I'm going to fucking, like, vomit. The and they both have their hands open on the armrest, between, and she's in the middle. They're just like, someone, they're just like, please, Bella, touch my the hand. awkward, uncomfortable thing. And they're both just sitting there with their arm up, uh, Good. just like Goodbye, waiting Mike. for her to grab their hand. And then Mike just leaves because he gets sick everywhere. Also, look at that door. That's a, wow, that is an old door. <sighs> That makes weaker men vomit. Like again, yes. Jacob is Jacob is checking off all the boxes. True. Like that's but you know, that's what you want in somebody. Somebody who doesn't get sick while watching a action movie. Do you like me? Uh yes. What? Sort of beautiful. <laughs> Do you think I'm sort of beautiful? I forgot she said that. It's like, you think I'm sort of beautiful. I'm like, that's such a weird thing to say. What is it with this movie and mirrors everywhere? 
And why is everything a shade of orange, in all honesty? The boy is telling you he's into you and he's not going to give up trying to woo you. And you're still, like, obviously pining for this man who's like, I don't want you no more. This man who you hallucinate. <laughs> it's just like, come on, give Jacob a chance. And I think in the later books, Jacob states more than once that, like, uh, he, if given a little more time, like, he would have been able to, like, be with her and, like, you know, help her move on and everything. And it would have been too late for Edward to come back. And, like, I kind of wish that had happened. Like, I wish that had, Edward had come back, like, a year or two later. And, like, Bella had just grown up and moved mm -hmm. on with her life. Or gone to therapy. <laughs> for, like, the Stockholm Syndrome bullshit that's happening to her. Edward comes back two years later and she's already got, like, she's, she's made it to Jacob. Got, like, yeah. a big old paw print on her. Yeah. You know, she's pregnant with, like, she's running hot now. She's not running cold. She's running hot. Like, she's... Like, definitely should have gone with Jacob. Much I'm sorry. But no, you cannot... Ha you cannot be that intimate. Put your head on your, his shoulder after he tell uh, he just tells you he's not going to stop chasing you. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I need you as, like, my friend. Yeah. And then Mike, Mike. ruins everything by showing back up. Mike! Mike just needs to stop. You. What's your problem, you? Why is every guy that Bella knows an overly aggressive weirdo? Well, Jacob is going through his change, and he's True. not aware of it. Jacob is getting his period, okay? <laughs> Jacob is getting his period! And he has hot flashes, and he feels nauseous. Like, there you go. You just, like... he He's turning into... Yeah, he's turning into an animal, literally. And so yeah. he's going off an animalistic thing. So I get that. Like, I get it with being a were animal, especially a wolf and how everything is the pack and, you know, the sense and the marking and everything. Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. I can respect it. And I can understand, like, the, the nausea and the hot flashes and everything. I don't, I cannot... I just, I just can't validate Edward's alpha maleness. Like, yeah. Edward is toxic alpha male, where Jacob is just like, like, there's different types of alpha male. There's the alpha male guy, there's the alpha male in quotation marks guy who thinks he's the alpha male because he's like strong and tough and like, uh, you know, like he's rich and like all this. Stuff. Then there's an actual you alpha male. Christian who, Grey? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Considering it's Twilight fan fiction, yes, I do. <laughs> But then there's then there's Jacob who is alpha male in what alpha male is supposed to mean like somebody who's actually responsible for other people who takes care of other people who's somebody you can depend on and like the person who leads because he's the most qualified and trusted to do so not because he's like some toxic like I'm tougher than everyone else bullshit no that's not how actual wolf packs work let alone anything else. Like, if you are just the toughest asshole around, that doesn't make you the alpha. The alpha is the one who has to take care of the whole pack. pack. And Edward isn't capable of taking care of himself, let alone somebody else. He we already know who the alpha is there. It's Carlisle. Yeah, like, Edward ditched a girl in the woods. Like, he is not alpha of anything. He's an asshole. He's, a, he's an alpha asshole is what he is. Jacob is, like, the actual definition of an alpha male. 
at yes, least once he, he like transforms and everything because he has all of those like protective instincts and everything while still like while not being a toxic asshole at the same time okay. <laughs> <laughs> i love billy i don't have to go fishing today yes you do that's uh henry isn't it this is billy's in oh the, yeah uh, billy's in the wheelchair oh, i'm sorry henry clearwater henry yes <laughs> i don't have to go fishing yeah you do like her dad has more friends than she does. Like, let's be honest. Honestly, why is his choice of clothing jeans? Wouldn't it make more sense just to be wear like? I mean, there he is with his big old tattoo on his everything. arm and his short hair. Yeah, they don't have yes, the tattoos. Yes, he got a tattoo. They don't have the tattoos in the book, right? I don't, I don't remember. Think, I don't think they have the tattoos in the book. I don't remember. Wasn't the rain in this scene artificial? I can't remember probably like i like how she's being ditched for the second time by her second guy she's interested he's just like no i don't like you anymore leave me alone <laughs> twice girl got a complex in the movies they all have it on their right shoulder um yeah it looks like it's just a movie thing that's what I thought. that they all have tattoos now yeah that's what i thought See, she's ditched, but the second guy is like, we yeah. can't be friends anymore. We can't be together anymore. It's not you. It's me. It's me. <laughs> you already told her about the fucking vampire myth. Mm -hmm. Tell her you're a werewolf. Why does everybody just keep absolutely everything? Like, I get why in the scene, in the rain, why he keeps this from her when she first sees him and he's cut all, like, all of his hair off and everything. Because, like, the other pack members are like right there and within hearing range of her. But like you could have just talked to her in all honesty. Of course, I don't know how pissed you would be if understanding that this is happening to you because of the Collins and she knew about them. But what's really weird to me is that after the Collins leave is when they all start transforming. Like the vampires aren't there anymore. Yeah, the vampires aren't there. Like they keep like from what he said before, like part of the like lore is that the like the tribe, like the transformations or whatever, get you know become more and more when yeah. there are more threats coming in to keep the pack of werewolves. Yeah, it's not equal like to it, the pack of vampires. Yeah, because like it's not they didn't become shapeshifters because of the vampires. They were already shapeshifters, and like that predates the Cullen arrival or yeah. the vampire arrival. So. It just kind of disappeared because there weren't any more threats, but it comes back after the Cullens leave. That's kind of weird. I don't know if I've ever actually walked upon like a field of wildflowers. I don't know if I've ever actually. I live in a. I live in a big you old live in city. A desert. Yeah. I live in the city. desert. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no fields of green here. No. And like I can any... walk into fields of dirt and brush fire. <laughs> Honestly, that's the way Texas was, and Pennsylvania's frozen half the time. So when I first went to Philly, I drove in with my mom. Like we're we're driving like on like the left side, they're just like rocks. We're just driving by rocks Ooh. and shit. And my mom is like, "Look at this! Water is just trickling out of this out of the rocks here." She's like, "I got to bottle this and send it home. We're in a drought." Yeah. Hello. What's oh, look, she sees Laurent. Laurent. What are 
the odds he's in this field that she's in. Like, she goes to find, like, her and Edward's field. She finds it, and Laurent just happens to be there. To be there? Isn't that weird? Isn't he, like, tracking Sylvie? The, what the fuck's her name? Uh, Victoria? Victoria. I like lie how, better. Like, the vision of Edward, you know, he's like, lie better. You're really shitty at this. But like, if you're really bad at this, do it better. Like, if Laurent wanted to find her, her dad's the sheriff. Everyone knows where he lives. Just find her dad, follow him home one day. Go to her right? school, follow her home one day. Why do you have to go to a you field? You already have her scent. Fucking just follow it. Yeah, like, why do you have to go to a field? Are you still under the protection of the Cullens? Well, the Cullens can't protect themselves, let alone somebody else. <laughs> And they do a shit job of protecting her. Right? <laughs> Tell you the truth, I don't think Edward's coming back, girl. No, like, you gotta let that go. You are so mouth-watering. That's a really gross thing to say. Honestly, Laurent killing her would have been a kindness. Yeah, like, it would have been a kindness. Just it would have been such on... a kindness to fucking turn her. Like, it just let her turn and then no yeah. one will, like, she will not be a fragile human anymore. You yeah. don't have to worry about her dying. Or if Ed- like, Edward would have just let her change in the first movie, we'd have avoided all of this. Edward, I love you. Growl as a giant wolf. Honestly, it's just like, no, you should be thanking Jacob for that shit. Have you ever seen the uh, wolves without the CGI for the scene? Yes, they look <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Why are you trying to pretend it's a wolf? Is that Sam in the front? Yeah. Yeah. It's Jacob's a uh, rusty brown color. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Fucking making of this is ridiculous. No, yeah, the really slow CGI Oof. stuff is weird. That had to hurt. Yeah, I was just like, Bella, you need to fucking run, girl. At least she was smart enough to run. Usually, I'm sure if she like, she just sit there and be like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, usually uh. in like in scenes where like the girl is in danger or whatever she just stands there and remains in danger and doesn't leave or she's running she just trips and then doesn't get up and just scrambles on the ground for like 20 minutes because she can't figure out how to stand anymore at least bella i will give her credit turned around and run like she ran so but it might be the only smart thing she does the whole series Who was the one that comes up with the smart idea that she needs to be drinking blood while pregnant because the baby is just drinking her dry? Rosalie. I think it's Rosalie. Uh, Because I I was like, in my head, I'm like, there's no way I can give Bella that credit. She's an idiot. I thought thought it was her at first. I'm like, but I I think it was Rosalie who did it. Makes sense because Rosalie accepts that there's a baby now and I've always wanted a baby. So this is my opportunity to have a baby. Yeah, and like I understand Rosalie a lot better now, like as an adult, but I still don't like her because she's so obsessed with like wanting Bella to have the human experience and the human life of like getting married and having kids and everything. It's like, well, yeah, that's not for everybody. You don't get to decide that she's missing out on that just because you did. Like, what if that's not something she wanted out of her life? And it's not something she wanted out of her life. In fact, I'm still kind of pissed that they gave her a kid because she didn't want one. She just wanted to be a vampire. So why give her a kid what was the point of that because sex before marriage you know no sex before marriage you get married you have sex the whole point is to have a baby (laughs) 
Yes. The whole point of getting married is to procreate. It's like you have sex one time and you have a baby. It's just like, Lord, it's back. It's back. They're not bears, Dad. Henry's just like, keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. No, they won't. They'll rip his head off. Like, even if they were normal giant wolves, there's a lot of them and they're huge. So, like, they have a chance, at least, even as normal, if they were normal wolves out of that size against right? the vampire. Her immediate assumption that they're just dead is kind of real rude to the wolves. Insult to injury. Yeah. Who goes to bed with jewelry on like that? And in that extraordinarily awkward position. Oh, her uh, gym catcher that Jacob made? Mm-hmm. I'd put that, like, on the wall. Yeah, where it's supposed to be. How would nobody hear that? He just hits the side of their, like their house, like six times when he crawls up into her room. Just climb up the tree and then climb in her room. A person could do that. I'm sorry. And then her first reaction is, "I'm gonna touch you right above, right by the belly button." Oh, she immediately aims for the abs. Like, let's be, let's be real. We have got to watch Vampire Sucks when we're done with this. You'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. I'm in. Obviously, you know about the vampires, so yeah. Right? It's like, I wasn't supposed to tell you about that either, but I did. You could tell her about the werewolves. Honestly. What? Like, why are you so close to him? Why are you pulling his hair? Why are you, like, about to kiss him on the forehead? Like, you're not doing anything to help yourself. Honestly. Just leading this poor boy on. Bella, use your brain and figure it out. Yes. Ouch. The cold one is all she remembers. I wonder how much oil they put on this man over the scene. He's very shiny. I mean, I would 100% sign up for that job. Just be like, <laughs> what, what's your job? I get to stand on set and just oil up these lovely bodies. There you go. Get paid for that. Just run my you hands over their ass. Like... Can't just run away from being a wolf. Mm-hmm. He's in a cult now, honey. Sorry. He's in Sam's cult. I think the biggest disservice Stephanie Meyer did to these wolves is the fact that they can't change with their clothes. Like, they have to just store clothes around places. And I was just like, that's... I mean, that's... You can make your own magical world and you don't even let them change with their clothes. Like, come on. Yeah, like I mean, a lot of the uh, the shifter stories that I've read... Yeah, like a lot of them are like clothes. that. Like they keep their pants, but they always have like they always rip out of their shirts. They always yeah. find new shirts. Yeah, the ones why that... the pants stay, I don't know. But uh, and the shirts get destroyed beyond me. Yeah, it's the way most of the ones that I read are too. But like, I just feel like you have your own magical world. You could have just given them the ability to just transform with what they have on. Is she waking up in the woods again. Yeah. She's hallucinating. Well, yeah. I, I just kind of assume everything she's seeing is a hallucination anymore. Wolves. Hello. Wolves. I like how the very end of that scene with like her hallucinating the wolves is just the sound of a horse snorting. <laughs> a horse neighing. <laughs> He's sleeping, girl. Here comes the pack. Here comes the cult. <laughs> 
the balls this dumbass girl has to like, like go accusing fully, a bunch yeah. of guys shirtless ha- like hauling ass to jacob's house we're like what did you do she fully thinks they're werewolves oh and she and slaps it yeah she and slaps she's willing Sam. to go and confront them and she slaps one of them and she slapped didn't she slap embry or no paul that's uh, how that wasn't sam yet yeah it was paul He's he one of the, the time new to ones. put on shoes. Uh, there's Sam. What do you mean, Jacob Run? He's clearly one of them. Obviously, he's he one of them. He dresses just like them. He has the same fucking tattoo. Like, how do you not put the pieces together? Why did Jacob's wolf change colors between the earlier scenes and these scenes? Because now he's more like a maroon red than like a he's, rustic he's a darker, brown. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's a maroon color now, and he was a brown before. Like, nobody's going to hear all of the wolf sounds. The wolf side of the bag. Like, oh my God. she goes to Jacob's house for the purpose of confronting him about the fact that she thinks he's a werewolf, right? And I'll give her credit. Like, most people think werewolfism is transferred by people, like, biting you and stuff like that. So she has every right to, and reason to think that, like, Sam and his pack of cult you know, people thought like that they bit him and like they transformed him without his, you know, like Consent permission. Or whatever, and, yeah. Yeah. and like so like she's totally on point with that because that's what werewolves that's what happens with werewolves. Um and so like she goes, but then the absolute audacity of this girl to like walk up to four jacked shirtless <laughs> men who thinks are werewolves. And just to yell at them, and then she slaps slaps them in the the face. face. Like the audacity is actually impressive, to be honest. Like Like, not a lot about Bella is impressive, but her audacity and to slap a werewolf in the face is something else. I'll give her that. And a young one. Yeah. Well, she no. uh, She she wouldn't know, but yeah, she slaps Paul, which is the literal worst choice because he's the one with the least amount of control and the one with the big anger, like management problem. So, I would much rather either date a werewolf or be a werewolf, at least in this world, than a vampire. Uh, Well, like I would still love to be Faye. I would. I would love to be Faye and have some ridiculous wicked powers, but That's fair. I would not mind being a shifter. I don't know if I'd want to be one of these world's shifters, just because, like, as a person, I have a temper and I just definitely feel like I'd out myself as a werewolf by just shifting at, like, an inconvenient, especially while in customer service. Like, <laughs> or just shift like, shift yeah. in the middle of a fucking customer tirade. Just, just shift in the middle of a shift. Just be like, hmm. I don't know if I'd want to, I'd prefer, I think I would, in this world, I would prefer to be a vampire. Well, no, because then you can't eat, and, like, I can't taste matcha anymore. What's the point? I love chocolate. Yeah. Like, I want to, like, I want to be able to have this metabolism and enjoy all the foods I That's like. That's a good point. And, and we still learned, be jacked. And as we learned from Leah, when you regularly transform, one, you stop aging, and two, you don't have your period anymore. So, like, Okay. I'll learn to control my temper if I get those things. Right? And I could eat I could eat a lot of subways. Like I could eat so much. I could eat so much. You could have all your tea and it wouldn't affect you. Oh my god. I could have so much Panda Express. 
the wolf girl. Also, I just think it would be really nice to like be imprinted upon, you know, like if a wolf, like because like it just it's such. I, a I sweet love concept. I love the idea of mating, like yeah. when you find like when you're part of like the supernatural world and like yeah, it's one of the reasons and you find like, your mate. Yeah, it's one of the reasons like shifter books are like my favorite when they do stuff like that. I love it. She's like, because there's a difference between being somebody's like girlfriend or wife and being their mate. Like, there's a right? difference. It's a much better difference. Oh yeah, vampires are fast. And you got you wolves aren't. It's like we could rip their heads off. Why is Jacob the teeth? only one who got jacked with the transformation? Like his friends are not jacked. <laughs> like Sam's jacked, but like Embry and Quill, who are sitting at the table, are not jacked. Right. You should, like, Paul comes through the door and he does apologize for the fact that, you know, like, he tried to eat her, basically. But, like, she maybe also should have apologized for just slapping Laughing him, in the, him face. in the face? Yeah. It's like, we're not friends, but sorry I slapped you. <laughs> but, like, they had been it. living there. Like, Jacob's, like, when the vampires move into town, like, that's when everybody starts to transform and everything. The issue is, is that, like, the Cullens had been living there for a little while before, like, she, before the, like, they started to transform yeah. and everything. So, why is it just now happening? I'm guessing it's because Laurent showed up and, like, stayed for, like, longer than X amount of time. So, but they're just like. Why wouldn't it happen with the Cullens, then? Because, because they, they had a years. pact with the Cullens, remember? Hmm. They had a pack with them. It's like, you stay here on your part of the land and, like, don't cross whatever marker they had. And, like, it's fine. And, like, because it's just been the Cullens for so long, the, the pack never got bigger. But now yeah. that the Cullens are gone and the... And what is it? Like, yeah. And I think, I wonder, I wonder if it's because Laurent and stuff are, like, normal vampires, you know? They're not vegetarians. If that Maybe. also has, a, has anything to do with it. But, like, Sam, I think, transformed before Laurent showed up. Because he'd been one for a couple of years Sam, by himself. Yeah, Sam was one of the first ones. That was still when the Cullens, like, that was before Bella even showed up. Yeah, so, like, he transformed beforehand. And so, like, hmm. Because, like, he transformed a couple years, like, beforehand. Because he was did it solo for quite a while. And then as more vampires started to show up, like, that's when everybody else started to transform. Maybe it just took a while because the other people with the gene had to hit puberty first. Yeah. Because technically, like, Jake's dad and, like, their dads would have all had the gene too. But maybe they were just past a point where it could activate in them because they were so much older. And then, so you had to wait. It's in the book, doesn't it? Like why it goes to the kids and not the older ones? I I know it addresses it in the the guidebook. I know it does okay. that because it actually goes into depth about the wolves. But um, yeah. Is she talking to Alice? Yeah, you know how she constantly emails Alice all of the oh, time. Yeah. So was my toxic boyfriend. He's gone too. Mm. Yes. Also, that was a really small paw print for that big of a wolf. 
I feel like the older generation has like the scent and everything. Like yeah. they have the heightened senses. Yeah. But they don't like, have the like they, they they didn't go through the fever to like to to change change. Yeah, because like it's probably the change is probably something that hits them around puberty. And if it doesn't, then it just doesn't activate. So once their bodies stop like having those kinds of hormones, yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess this is why they started change like multiplying in the pack because there's fucking victoria yeah and like i think they started changing too because like they didn't do it before because they weren't old enough they were too young to, to change yeah. and then because i think the youngest one is seth and he changes it 14 14? 14, 14 14 or 15 yeah and which is fair because Bella's 18 and Jacob's younger than she is by like two years or something like that. I thought it was a year. I thought he was 17. Yeah, it's like a year or two. I know that. So it would make sense that it has to happen around puberty. Charlie loses a friend in every movie, or at least the first two movies. Like somebody, one of his friends specifically dies. Because of this redheaded cunt. Mm-hmm. Mm. What was her thing again? Her superpower? She just, what, super fast or untrackable? Hard to catch. Hard to catch. Yeah. It was hard to keep her trapped. It was one of the reasons that, because uh, when she was little, like, I don't know, people kept, people murdered her family and everything. And like, so she kept trying to escape and she had a knack for escaping. And when she became a vampire, it just became that much more difficult for her to be caught. So that's her power. She has the issue. And, like, they never actually address it until you read the guidebook. Yeah, and then she gets into the water, and then they lose her scent. I know. You're upset, Jacob. She went into the water. At you least can't Jacob's wolf has gone back to being the right color. Instead of that weird maroon color, it was, like, for only the fight scene between him and Paul. Just, just the fucking... The way <laughs> they did it, though. They like, here, be in this giant suit with a bunch of green bubbles on you, and, like... Yeah. Bella, now pet him. Yeah, just petting some dude in, like, spandex. It's just like, there you go. <laughs> Pretend it's a wolf. Good doggy. Good doggy. Instilling kinks early on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, she doesn't need help in that department, so. At all. <sighs> How far through the movie do you think we are? We are, I want to say we're just over an hour. We are an hour and a half. Ooh. We got an hour left. We can do this. Yeah, that's not bad. It's, it's going years. a lot faster now that we're like not pausing and playing. And for the fact that we're not having to spend an hour trying to set it up. That and get too. It connected. That fucking too. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's good. So, and we just talk since like the recording doesn't pick up the movie. We just talk over. I do feel like. I'm going to have to go back and put a couple of, like, scene notes in here. Like, oh. you know, in the scene where, like... I'm trying. I'm trying. You are. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it credit, but you and I tend to just, like, keep going and, like, talking. And then we'll <laughs> just make... The thing is, is we make just little comments of the things that we're looking at that I'm just going to have to cut out because they just don't make any sense. Because, like, the, all the, the, This fucking the, commercial for the Iron Chef and, like, it just... I don't want to see you pulling out an octopus! Yeah. It's pretty gross leave that creature in its tank throw it back yeah. in the ocean i feel bad for seafood but why but i do like calamari 
And then she makes the worst decision of her life. And she decides, in the middle of all this chaos and being hunted by a vampire, what is I'm she going to do? She's going to go fucking cliff diving like a dumbass. Her stupid little smile when she hears his voice being like, don't do this. She's like, oh, there he is. You're delusional. She is delusional. You won't stay with me any other way. It just... You have a wolf. You have someone that can warm you up rather than... She jumps into this water, fully clothed, shoes and everything. And it's just like, what is wrong with you? I'm surprised she didn't hit her head on any rocks. Well, that comes in a minute, though. Like, you gotta wait for her to see Victoria first and get her ass pummeled by a wave. Like, Jacob said that everybody else jumps from lower down for a reason. You also definitely don't go cliff diving by your fucking self. Did you not notice that everybody went cliff diving was in a pack? And it's just like, and cliff diving just as a whole is just super fucking dangerous. Here comes the redhead. And like the dumbest thing she could possibly yeah, do. Yeah, she gets her head knocked. Is freak the fuck out while underwater and she smashes her own head against a rock. Like Victoria didn't have to do a damn thing to kill you. You just killed yourself. No, girl. she's just, she... She's like, giving herself to Victoria on a silver fucking platter. Like, here I am. Come get me. Like, honestly, just leave Bella by herself for like 20 minutes and nobody's going to have to worry about her anymore. <laughs> she will destroy herself. Just give her 20 minutes. This would have been so much better if she was just with the wolf. Honestly. Kiss her. CPR. Come on. You already did. Look at her pale blue lips. Fucking suicidal brat. Oh, shit. What were you thinking? I wanted to hear El- Edward's voice. Because of you. <laughs> Harry Clearwater had a heart attack because it's your fault. Honestly. It's all your fault. I know we just watched it, but like, who did Charlie lose in the first one? Uh, Some that... You know, in the first scene when they're sitting, when they're at the table in the dining room and the guy's like, butt crack Santa... Oh yeah, butt crack Santa, that yeah. guy. Butt crack Santa. Yeah, it's a wolf thing. You could have had that, but instead you chose an ice box. <laughs> Idiot! You're like your own son. Would you stop it? Honestly. Yeah, but the thing is emily was aware of the consequences like they did not hide like sam did not hide what he was from her yeah he did at that point yeah she didn't oh he did at that point yeah i forgot forgive me sorry ignore me i'm pretty sure at that point she didn't know what he was i know they knew like they were super drawn to each other but i don't think he i think that's what their fight was over was him not wanting to be too close to her and all that if i remember correctly I will verify that though. Wasn't I'm... Sam with another girl? And yeah, he's with Leah, who's another wolf. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure at the time, uh, they Emily didn't know that he was a werewolf. I'll double check that though, because I'm not entirely certain. So I know it's in the um, in the guide. Yeah, in the guidebook. Yeah, because I remember I remember reading like their origin story of all that. Pretty... I kind of wish we did. I kind of wish we did video just so people can see my facial reactions to this shit. I know, right? Get out of the boy's lap. Get out of his lap. If you're not gonna sleep with him, get out of his lap. <laughs> the poor boy's got a hard on for you, and you're just giving, you're just blue balling him. 
There's a vampire. I can smell it. Who? I, I forgot who it's gonna be. It's Alice. Alice. This is Cullen territory. I can't protect you. If it's Alice, you don't need protecting. If it's Edward, she needs protecting, though. If it's Edward, she needs a fucking smack on the face. Doesn't she punch one of them at some point and, like, break her arm? She punches Jacob, right? Yeah, she punches Jacob and she, like, breaks her hand or something. Oh, yeah, she can't see her when she's with the wolves. Yeah. Why did you jump off a cliff so I can hear my boyfriend's voice? Yeah, so I can hallucinate. <laughs> I have never really met anyone more prone to life-threatening idiocy. That sums yes. up Bella so well. Yes. <laughs> Honestly. He wants to be alone. He wants. Oh. He's going to try and go kill himself by exposing himself by... Is Edward having his emo moments? Edward never stopped having his emo moment. No, that's true. And he's like, how old? Well, you know, 117. And he's still being, wah, I'm a vampire. I love Alice. She's just like, werewolves are not good company to keep. But says the vampire, (laughs) who has definitely tried to drink her blood. Like your husband tried to murder her, and it's Jake that's the one that's the problem, right? Like this boy loves you. I really wish Stephanie Meyer would have written the other books, like with these two together, with Jake and uh, Bella together. Like he, I, she could have written I, I the would other read, ones, like the original. I would hundred percent read a story about yeah. Jacob finding yeah. his mate. I would hundred percent read it. Not Renesmee though. I don't know. That's so weird. But, like, I would absolutely, like, even if she wanted to, like, rewrite them now as, like, uh, you know, like, because she wrote Midnight Sun. Mm-hmm. So why can't she just write the alternative ending to Twilight where Bella and Jacob are together? I would read that. I Even today, I would read that. I would read, I, w- I would read Bella and Jacob. Yeah. But then I guess that's what fan fiction's for. It's definitely better in fan fiction. Like, Bella needs to go find a different group of supernatural people to hang out with. People who aren't this terrible. Go find a Kelpie. I'm sure that'll be much easier. That is so dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) But knowing her luck, I'm sure that the Kelpie will just be like, you know what? It's just you and me. We're not going to involve with anybody else. Like, with Bella's luck, she'd find a dragon and it would make her become a part of its horde. Like, yeah, like, no. Ooh, shiny. There's nothing shiny about Bella, but not even her intellect, but... (laughs) <laughs> she's a teen she's a saltine she is a saltine of a human anything else you want to tell me Jacob I love you why are you being, being an asshole him. He's, she's such an asshole like he's just trying to be your friend and you just keep shoving I mean, it in his face He's definitely at that line where he wants to be your friend, but he definitely just don't want to be your friend, you know? Like, like, like we've made that clear, yes. But it's yeah. like, he's also trying so hard to just be whatever you need him to like, Yeah, like, he genuinely just cares, and maybe you should just care. About meanwhile, your bo- your current ex-boyfriend just wants to drink your blood. Yeah, like, your, your current ex-boyfriend has literally stated on more than one occasion that he wants to murder you. 
and left you in the woods alone and on multiple occasions threw you into a wall just for the record he made you bleed more and escalated a situation he's clearly not the right one he threw you into a wall and a table oh yeah that was edward calling Mm -hmm. he's not here right now says jacob yeah charlie's not here he's arranging a funeral which no, it's not lie. for Bella. You over, you overacting idiot. It was Edward. Who do you think it was? Relax, dude. Like, oh my god, why did you let me talk to him? He didn't. He just Where- fucking called, and he's like, "Where's Charlie?" He didn't even ask, "How's Bella?" "Where's Charlie?" That's the first thing he said. What does Jacob do? He answered, a little vague, but he answered. I mean, you know what? Kudos to Jake. In all honesty. But, like, Edward's knee-jerk reaction after living in a shithole in, like, fucking nowhere for a while. And his first thought, call Charlie, finds out he's arranging a funeral, doesn't even hesitate. Like, the moments between when Jacob hangs up the phone after Edward calls and the moment Alice has a vision that Edward's going to go kill himself is maximum. Yeah, Edward doesn't even ask whose funeral. Because Charlie's got friends he's a he's a sheriff people but like force die 15 seconds pass before he's like oh she's dead my life's over it's i'm just gonna die now like there's no thought process to it there's no nothing he's just like bam 15 seconds later well my <laughs> life's over so i guess i'll go to fucking italy and go just like have them kill me there are other ways Vampires, for instance, are extraordinarily flammable. He could have just made his own bonfire and jumped in Stepped it. Stepped in it. Wouldn't have he had could have to come go back anywhere. to Forks. He could have come back to Forks and just showed himself to the the werewolf to and the be like, wolf, "Wipe my yeah. ass." It's like if like, you wanted to really suffer, I really honestly, I do kind of think that like if you jumped in a bonfire, that would probably hurt a lot. I think if suffer. you really want to suffer, he would have gone to the wolves. Yeah, like I feel like the Volturi. And, have, and is, just, like specifically, he'd gone to Jacob, and be like, I, "Do your worst." Well, I don't know if he knows at this point that they're wolves. Like, there's a pack. Because, like, at the time when they left, there was only Sam. Like, there wasn't really anybody else. So, so he he should have just gone and find Sam. Yeah, he's gonna kill himself. I'm not gonna let him kill himself out of guilt, even though he left you. Like, you know what they could have done that would have just made a lot more sense is Alice or one of the others could have just fucking called the Volturi and been like, hey, could you, like, tell Edward not to kill himself because his girlfriend's still alive? (laughs) Can you please tell him not to cause a scene? And, like, could you just, or maybe just, like, don't even tell him that. I was like, could you just hold him there until we get there because he's going to just do something real fucking stupid? Or literally just called somebody else, you know? Like, they know people. You're telling me you don't have a friend who could have been like, hey, Ed, yeah, no, your your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend's not dead. Don't kill yourself. It's, everything about it is just so fucked. Also, mm, and also, where is Charlie? Like, did we not tell Charlie we're just going to fly to fucking Italy? Like, I know he's busy with the funeral and stuff, but, like, 
the the man's gonna come home and it's like well in all honesty not... like edward decides he's gonna go to the vulture right how he gets there i don't really know it could have been a you know like he could have swam he could have like taken a plane or whatever the other family still ex- like the other members of the family still exist why didn't they all just go you're telling me somebody else could have intercepted him first but also carlisle's on great terms with the Volturi. why didn't he just talk to them because edward meets with them first before he decides to go kill himself as arrow says we can't kill we don't want to kill you because we we want to use your gift yeah which is kind of stupid considering that arrow has a more powerful version of edward's gifts you can know every thought you've ever had not without cause. I'll give you cause. I really like the chairs they're sitting in. I really want the chairs. Grindelwald just looks so uncomfortable. Oh yeah. <laughs> Figured you wouldn't be opposed to Grand Theft Auto. Not today. When they're in the car, he looks physically ill in this car ride. Like yeah, like. Bella, when she's sitting in this car with Alice, and the, just the way that she's moving, she looks like they're like she's like she's they're grabbing... driving really fast because Bella has a stomach ache and needs a restroom, like ASAP. Because <laughs> she's she's got her hand on the dashboard and yeah, looking like, down, like is... oh god, I'm about to shit my pants. Like <laughs> <laughs> look on her face. Even now, like like driving through all the people in the festival robes, like in the red robes, and she's just like oh god, oh god, oh god. Yeah, and she just like she's having a panic attack right now. I mean, I can kind of understand her panic because she's in a place she has no idea about. Yeah, like, like if she's running around and she's panicking. We don't like she, she doesn't no know idea. the the layout. She doesn't know the map of the area. She's just fucking running blind. Yeah, and like in a country where you can't even ask somebody for directions either, and it's just like, and you know, it's swarming with other vampires. And in all honesty, Italy has probably just so many clock towers. How do you know you're the right one? <laughs> like, come on. The saint that they're worshipping at this festival is one of the uh, Volturi. The three, yeah. It's Marcus. The older one? I believe so, yeah. Arrow is the one that that's Charlie Sheen. I mean, not Charlie Sheen, Michael Sheen, right? Uh, Arrow is my, uh, Michael Sheen, yeah. yeah. I swear. This fucking part in the theater was the best. Yeah, when he takes his shirt off and like yeah. the entire the entire audience goes quiet and one girl in the back just yells, Ew! That's honestly true though. Like that's not attractive. I mean it's it's still a body, it's nice, but it's got nothing on Jacob. Yeah, that's very true. Cool. Like I I would happily just eat food off of Jacob's chest. <laughs> For a city in Italy, that's not a lot of Italians. Delusional. And he just, like, Edward just thinks he's dead for, like, the longest time. Just like, oh, I didn't think it would be that fast. It's just like, the sun didn't kill you. You didn't feel any pain. You're still alive! Clearly this is not a dream. Honestly. And like, she's like, I can let you go now. Like, I can move on with my life, which she should have done. Now that I've saved you, I can move on. Like, honey. (sighs) 
I had to lie to make sure you would not you would stop loving me. It's you lied and I started going delusional. It's like the, you know, honesty, they're a good couple together because they're both equally fucked up. <laughs> like she's willing to hallucinate to see him, he's willing to lie to her and leave her in the woods. Like it's good <laughs> that these two very toxic people contained their toxicity with each other because holy shit could you imagine just average people yeah their toxicity is just sending each other down like a mental spiral yeah it's just like come on let them just be toxic together i guess because holy shit for one thing jacob deserves better but like jacob also definitely deserves better than their weird hybrid child jacob deserves better than bella you notice they only put makeup on him just on his face they didn't put makeup on <laughs> any of the rest of him. The rest of him is so much darker than his face. And that's saying something, because he's still pretty white. Yeah. I'm like, Edward, put a shirt on. Oh, look, it's Jane. I, I always forget that it's Dakota. Yeah. You know... As I've gotten older, and as they've gotten older, I like Elle a lot more. Really? Okay. Especially, especially when she plays uh, Catherine. Catherine yeah. the Great. Yeah. Like, she's... Damn, that girl. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I still have to finish The Great. I'm only like two or three or four episodes into the second season, and I'm just like... The anxiety's getting to me, like <laughs> the fucking Peter's Peter's antics are just getting worse and worse. I'm just like, and then you have um, Archie, yeah, who's just going even more delusional with his acid trips and talking to God. I'm like, I, I, oh, <laughs> that's weird. Like it is, it's it's a shit show of a show, which is why like Erin told me to watch it because she's like, it's just so fucked. That's true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. I also really like um, what's his name? Holt. Okay. The guy that plays Peter. He's also the one in Warm Bodies. Yeah. I like. He's cute. I like him. So when I like, but like hearing when I first started the great, just hearing him say, "Huzzah! Fuck this! Fuck that! Fuck! Fuck! Fuck!" I'm just like. That is so weird. Like, I haven't heard you cuss before. Yeah. And now every other word out of your mouth is about fucking. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird show, though. It is. Nope, still commercial. I am on episode two of Umbrella Academy. I'm currently at the scene where the people are on the hunt for number five and the mom robot yeah. whatever she is is just sitting embroidery while the house is being gunned down <laughs> I'm like it's a honestly it was a really good show and i just really wish they'd hurry up and like make the next season already because how first, many how many series did gerard way write i don't really of, know the, of this i have no idea i 
didn't really know anything about Umbrella Academy before the show came around. And then I found out Gerard Way wrote it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I remember, I, I didn't know anything about the comic, but I remember like everyone like, Gerard Way's comic is going to be on Netflix. I'm like, Gerard Way wrote a comic? Yeah, that was how I was. And I'm just like, Gerard Way wrote a comic. When did Gerard Way write a comic? But apparently a while ago. But um, the first season, I think, is really good. The second season's pretty weird. Like, even for this show, the second season was real weird. So, and then the third season, which hasn't started yet, uh, hopefully pulls it together a little. Okay, no, wait. The first season's also weird, but in a very different way. And a little too much incest for my taste in a certain aspect. Are we uh, talking about big honking beefy guy with ex-wife? Uh, no, I don't want to give away names. So. Yeah. Uh, well, because uh, like I've seen it, so like numbers one and two, basically, they didn't. They're not. They've never dated at all. But, but you can like I, I could feel it. Like I'm already like two episodes in. I'm like like there. There's a thing here between yeah, number one and number yeah, two. Yeah, and and that's what I and that's what I mean. Like a little too much incestiness because they they've never they've never dated or anything like that. But and she like she's got a kid. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, there's just a little too much of like. I understand that you're not biologically related, but you were raised as siblings, and that's definitely close enough. I it's a little weird that y'all just wanna y'all just wanna do that. Like I, I don't care whether or not you're actually related. Oh, did you ever watch um The Fosters? No. On on ABC Family? Mm-mm. So there's this this lesbian couple who just adopt all these kids like that they fostered. Yeah. Like, they have Jesus and Mariana, who were twins that they adopted together. There's Brandon, the oldest, which is one of the mom's biological son from her first marriage to a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so she they, they divorced him, married the, the, the other lady, mm-hmm. who's a teacher, and then she's um, a cop. They got Brandon, her oldest, her biological son. Then they got Mariana and Jesus. And then they got... Um, then they adopted Callie and her brother. Or like, they fostered Callie and her brother, right? Okay. The biological son, Brandon, and Callie, the fucked up teenager, are constantly trying to bang each other. And I'm like, you're, you're going to be adopted. Like, you're, no. Yeah, you're, you're siblings at that point. Like, I, they, I hate to be the one they, to tell you. They do. They do end up sleeping together like the night before the verdict of her adoption goes through because she's just like, I, she, like they were convinced that the adoption paper, like the adoption was gonna fall through because she fucked up royally again. Yeah, they thought it was gonna fall through, so like she's like, I'm not gonna get adopted, so we might as well. What a weird plot point. And then the next day, it's like Kelly, your papers came through, and it's just like, oh shit. Yeah, that is a weird plot point and a really weird plot like, choice. I, I followed this show for, I think, four seasons, and then I was just like, I can't anymore. Yeah. Like, I The anxiety that this show gives me, I'm like, because Callie just makes stupid mistake after stupid mistake. Like, didn't you I hate learn? Yeah. Didn't you fucking learn anything? I hate that shit. It's just like, why do you have to make the women in these shows fucking idiots? Like, what is the point of that? And it's just a lot of those. I get it. Like you've that. been fucked over a lot, and you have trust issues. But like this family, like these, the heads of this family, these two women have clearly done nothing to 
you know, to make you think that they're going to act like any other foster family or your dad or stepdad or whatever did. Yeah. You've been there for like two, three years now. And like, they have done nothing to make you think that. And yet you still act like a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's true. And I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. There are, there are some shows where you just kind of have to draw a line. You know, like, I can't, I can't do The Magicians was one of those. Really? I I I watched seasons one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of season three, I was texting Aaron going like, I, I, I what the fuck? I, I, what did I just watch? Yeah. Like, and she's like, oh, it gets worse. She, Cause she stopped after season four. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, do you want to know? I'm like, yes, I want to know. So I can decide if I'm going to continue with this or not. Yeah. And she tells me what happens in season four. I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm fucking out. I'm not going to watch that. I, I've already cried. I don't need to cry anymore. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. I get that. Sometimes they're, sometimes, especially as the seasons go on, some shows just get to the point where you just can't do it anymore. Like I've definitely quit some shows just because you're just like seriously, like it just it it's either gets really repetitive, or it just starts getting like into soap opera territory, or it just gets into like really weird unnecessary territory, like it's Riverdale, so much filler. like so Riverdale. Much filler. Yeah, for, I, I never watched it. I I, I watched did. Sabrina. Yeah. I, I tried watching Riverdale, and, like, the first episode, I was like, I couldn't stop giggling. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. Sabrina, I watched, but I didn't finish it. I think yeah. I watched the first three seasons, and I'm like, I'm already over it. I watched, I think it was the first two seasons of Riverdale, and it was just, for one thing, I don't like the fact they're, like, all of the actors are adults, and, like, that's fine, but they're portraying teenagers, teenagers. and minors, for that matter, and it's a lot of sex, for something that's supposed to be minors. And it's just kind of like, that's... Have you that's... seen Euphoria? Oh, absolutely not. For many reasons. But no. That's on my list. It's on my list. I'm just like, I don't, oh, I want to watch, watch this fucked up I shit. don't watch a lot of TV anyway. But what I do watch, I'm very picky about. Like, some shows, as the seasons go on, get a lot weirder and weirder as they go. Like, Riverdale just continuously got freakier and freakier. And, like, not in any way you wanted it to. So I did stop watching that. What is that show about? Like Sabrina, I get it. Like witches, magic, blah, blah. Is Riverdale just, does it have magic? Does it have anything supernatural? Is it just a bunch of teenagers? Technically, they're supposed to be in the same universe. Both of right, because they talk about, they talk, they mentioned Riverdale in Sabrina. And yeah. And they live in Greendale. But like, there isn't any magic actually addressed. Like there's like what people think is a creature a while and they're not really sure what it is but it's it's a dude in a mask like it's not anything actual supernatural there aren't any real supernatural elements that i encountered in the seasons that i watched um it is about some teenagers in high school starts off with aren't they what preppy teenagers like rich kids um yeah more or less like one of like a couple of them are like pretty rich and then like one of them's like the like it's based off of the the Archie and Jughead comics. Right, right. Well, I've never and, read them, but yeah. Yeah, and it's, well, you don't have to because the only thing they have in common are the names of the characters. And Who's Archie? Is that is that Sprouse? No. Uh he's okay. Jughead. Oh, he's Jughead. Yeah. Um which for the record, by the way, in canon in the comic books Jughead is an asexual character and Sprouse petitions the uh, like the writers and everything to keep him that way and they wouldn't let him 
Yeah. So yeah, trust me, everybody in that show is having sex with each other. Like they're I don't with each other. Pretty much. Yeah. Like just everybody's just fucking having sex and making out like 24-7. And it was one of the reasons I just stopped watching the show because it was 90% of the plot in certain episodes was just like that is, having sex with each other. That and, is like, so not you. Well, yeah, and definitely, definitely not me. But like at one point, like Archie's having like sex with a teacher and like yeah that's his first relationship is he's having sex with a teacher and like they're all just sleeping around with each other and at one point like one of them uh starts into this weird role play bdsm kind of thing and starts considering getting into like videos but like streaming videos (laughs) And like I don't know if, person. Yeah, and like I don't know if she ever actually does it, but her brother, the drug addict, is the one who suggested it to her. Of course he did. Yeah, and it's hey sis, like, you can make so much money being a cam girl. Yeah, and it's just kind of like it was a lot of like these people are getting murdered, and these these teenagers are investigating the murder, and the cops are just cool with it, and like are just totally down. There's some gangs there's fighting lots of death um a lot of sleeping around and other people finding out like that they're related to each other and some incest too like between some twins yeah and just really real fucking weird and i'm telling you everybody's sleeping with everyone and i'm just like i I can't do this. Like, this is the worst, one of the worst shows I've ever watched. And I'm just like, and just. I I, I can see why Euphoria is not on your list. No. Well, those kinds of shows just aren't on my list. That kind of, that style of drama just doesn't interest me in all honesty. Teenage chaos? Well, just, I'm not really all that interested in watching, like, drama shows based in something that there's no fantasy or fiction elements to it like gotcha. it's just based in like reality like I euphoria gotcha. is absolutely a real scenario that could definitely happen and riverdale's not because in no scenario in no world is a, are cops letting teenagers investigate murders for them on their behalf and then <laughs> and then also being the reporters and writing the like the news articles about it and say yeah at the same okay. time, yeah, and just, like, going to different places and investigating while just sleeping with everybody they encounter. Like, that's definitely just not something that's happening in reality. But it was also just really, I'm not interested in that kind of drama. That Fair. All that kind of, like, sleeping around with each other and then, and then just, like, the petty drama and the arguing and, like, all of that. And, like, just the petty, like, school yeah. shit. And I'm just, like, I... I don't like watching things based in high schools because, like, I went to high school and I didn't enjoy it. I don't really want to watch other people not enjoy it either. So, I just... No. Some of it. One of the same reasons that I don't like Vampire Diaries, the same reason I don't like Riverdale, in that this is a lot of, like, teenagers having responsibilities that they definitely shouldn't because adults fucking exist. But for the same reasons I don't like vampire diaries same reasons i don't like riverdale is the fact that one just teenagers just in charge of like world ending shit and it just doesn't make any fucking sense Two petty stupid high school drama that i can't fucking stand also and probably my biggest issue is the fact that every single piece of drama in these shows 
could be resolved with a conversation. Not like a lot of conversation, not like talking to 20 people. If just two people sat down for about five seconds and just said, hey, oh, by the way, and then just fucking said what had happened recently or just had a conversation, a normal fucking conversation. And I hate miscommunication tropes. I hate or just stupid shit that like could have just been resolved if people would have just bothered to have a conversation with one another. And I hate that shit. And that's all those shows are is miscommunications, sex, and petty ass drama. And I can't stand any of that. Like when I was younger, I enjoyed those, you know, tr- you know, those high school drama stuff because like it was so different than the high school, you know, that I, the high school experience that I had. Yeah. And as far as the sex goes, I'm like, okay okay yeah but like it's a thing that happens like kids yeah. are having sex in high school yeah i just don't want to see it that's fair and it's just that's like that all of those shows especially riverdale is just fucking full of sex every episode is sex and it's just like why what is the it's point of for this? the teenagers and it's just like i don't want to watch it i didn't want to watch it when i was a teenager i don't want to watch it now <laughs> All right, let's watch the last 30 minutes of fucking Twilight. I'm so sick of this movie. All right, we're now entering the vault of the Volturi. And he's in a a silk red robe. Silk. Being followed by like a 10-year-old. A thousand-year-old, 10-year-old. Yeah, let's just all, you know, get awkwardly into it. What was her brother's name? Alec? Alec, all right. For a 10-year-old, she's taller than the other two women. Because <laughs> Dakota's can... not really 10. Mm-hmm. Hi, human. Snack for later. Why are they whispering? Literally everyone can hear her. <laughs> Use your brain, you idiot. She's a snack. No shit. <laughs> or dessert. Either way, she will be eaten. Arrow's been alive for like several thousand years. He, you think he would have like iron control? So why is he still touching you? If he can, Arrow can read every thought you've ever had with one touch. He hangs on to Edward a lot. A lot. Can't read it, can you? Yeah. He's everybody's powers. You can't read her thoughts. Meanwhile, Grindelwald is just like trying not to launch out of his chair. Look at him. He's just like, I will not breathe. I will not move. I will not blink. Right. <laughs> you cracked his face. Yeah, because they're technically like a more marble consistency. So they don't like. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the marble consistency yeah. part. Yeah, it's not like flesh. So they, they crack and they break apart. Like, you're just making it worse, Edward. Like, if you just let Felix try and do whatever he was going to do to her. He was going to kill her. <laughs> Doesn't Felix, what was his power again? It's like this weird gray tenderly smoke that when it gets the, to you, it the causes mist, you pain, yeah. yeah. Kill me the human, yeah, but not him. Yeah, she just immediately pleads for them to kill her. Like, somebody just killed this girl already, because Jesus. We want, I, we will, to- I would gladly be like, she's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Why do they all think they're soulless? Because clearly, they're the fucking head of the vampires are in Italy, a highly that's Catholic true. region. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I'll give you that one. 
So clearly they're going to think that, oh no, we're all damned. That's fair. I'll give you that one. And yet they do nothing to, like, help their immortal soul. They're just like, no, we're going to continue- kill more people. <laughs> we're going to continue killing more. And they're uh, of that mindset of, well, I'm already damned, so I might as well just make the best of it. No, you won't. You will not change her yourself, Alice, but she will become one of you. That is a fact. It's really weird to me that they, like, filmed the scene of her as a vampire so much sooner than any of the scenes where she's actually a vampire. Also, just because she's a vampire does not mean Bella's gonna wear a fucking dress. She's not a dress type person. No. So why they put her in a dress is weird to me. Like, dude, creepy dude, don't touch me. Right? Like, do not whisper and touch me at the same time. Just stay away. Yeah. Go now. Make your preparations for her turn. Why does Marcus look like he's about like he's drunk? Marcus doesn't. Um, what we've learned is that uh, with the Volturian, one of the reasons Marcus looks the way he does is he doesn't move. And if vampires don't have to breathe, they don't have to move. They don't have to do anything. But if they stay in one place for too long, they petrify, and they mm. start to go through the process of petrification, and that will kill them too. But Marcus doesn't move very often, and he doesn't do much of anything very often since his mate is dead. Um, murder, which is his mate, was Arrow's sister, who Arrow had murdered. Right, but he, but Marcus doesn't know that Arrow was the reason that she's Correct. dead. Correct. Yeah. So uh, Arrow or Marcus doesn't really want to do anything anymore, so he just kind of sits there and doesn't do anything. He's, he's given up. Yeah, he's now, beginning I, to petrify. The only reason he hasn't just died is because Arrow won't let him. Now explain to me again why Arrow had his sister killed. So jealousy, Ar- kind of. Arrow wanted to start the Volturi, and he wanted like this ultimate powerful like thing. And Marcus and the Cassius were down for it. And then Marcus met Arrow's sister, who became his mate, and they decided they wanted to go off and start their own lives together. You know, it's like a happy married couple and all that. And lie low and just do whatever. Yeah, and just like Arrow didn't like that. He wanted, you know, his dynasty of ultimate power, and he thought he could only have that with the three of them together. So since his sister was the one who wanted Marcus to leave so that they could go, like, have their own... Eliminate that, Marcus stays. Yeah, so he had her killed in order to keep the Volturi together. Uh, Of course. Save some for me. Save some of the tourists for me. I, I I would like a snack. They're so concerned about their immortal souls, but when the, the vampire tour guide guides like 30 children down into the like this tomb to be murdered, they just don't really care. We're still having nightmares, even though he's standing right there in your room. I like how Do- it just flashes from like it just flashes from being in Italy. Just did, oh, did you see Edward what you did? Like, this is how bad you are for her. No, shit. Because you thought you were protecting her. Mm. You thought. You did not ask. Like you said, they did not have a conversation. He just decided this is the route out of action that I'm going to take and I'm going to do it. And that's all Edward ever does is he doesn't consult her on anything. Despite the fact that it's all choices about her own life. He's right? just it's like, like, no, it is her life good. Talking about. Talk to her about decisions that you want to make as a couple. Yeah. Or just you know, as friends, like as people. 
like, or just respect the fact that she's a fucking person and that you don't just get to decide everything about her like life that too her. like you deciding what you think is best for her is clearly not what is best for her yeah like you have ruined this girl many years in a row at this point like just at least talk to her have a conversation with her jesus christ stop leaving her in the woods like clearly your decisions are flawed Charlie's got a point. It's like, last time you said those exact words, you disappeared. Again. She does that. A lot. She just walks yeah, out she's on Charlie. Up, like, again, she's also bad at communication. Like, she doesn't even have a conversation with Charlie. It's just gone. Yeah. You're grounded. Okay. Because Bella's like, I deserve that. Yeah. Lol. Charlie said I can't step in through the door. I mean, I came in through the window. I'm not breaking any rules. So much for, like, following the rules and everything, so. Right? Charlie's not gonna forgive you because he saw yeah. the outcome. Charlie is absolutely in his right to hate your fucking he, gut. Oh, yes, he is. He's like, I saw what you did. Yeah, like, absolutely what understand. You, what your actions caused my daughter absolutely understands how toxic edward is it's like i had to like i didn't sleep for months because she would wake up in the middle of the night screaming it's like i might not have gotten her therapy but i know you're not any good for her <laughs> it's like, like my relationship with her mother clearly didn't work out but even i can see that this is not good you can't get rid of me not unless someone kills you i volunteer I volunteer as tribute to go assassinate you. <laughs> I still really like their house. Shut up, Edward. It's about let time let that her Bella tells Edward to <laughs> shut up. Let her decide how, what she wants to do with her soul. What did Jasper, you do to his the honesty, With the honesty, I love it. It's like, it'd be nice to have you around and not want to kill you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you saved my brother, but I still don't want you as a vampire. Right. The thing about Rosalie is she's like, this isn't the life I wouldn't have chosen for myself. It's like, well, it's a good thing it's not your life then. It's mine. Yeah, it's not your life. It's Bella's life. It's her choice. You didn't get a choice because you were dying. But I mean, at the same time, you did get a choice. Because like, Carlisle gave you the option. Do you want to die or do you want me to save you? Yeah. We're not doing it to you, you fucker. It's We're... like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Is spending eternity with Bella a punishment? Like, if you don't turn your her, family's Volturi... not punishing you. Yeah, yeah. Well, like the Volturi you... are gonna come for them if, like, they don't turn her, and they're gonna come anyway to check to make sure she was turned. So you don't really have a choice, actually. Yeah, you don't have a fucking choice. Like, you either kill her now or they kill her in like a year. Hi, Jacob. Why do they always do these dramatic conversations in the woods? Just fucking pick up a phone. <laughs> Just fucking call somebody. Cell phones were exist like were real then. I'm grateful you kept my girl safe, even though I'm the reason she was so fucked. Yeah. Just like I'm the reason she was fucked up and in danger multiple ways. Edward is so dismissive. Like 
he of everyone and everything because everything is about Edward, according to Edward. And Another Jacob, alpha hole. You won't let me? Yeah, Jacob is like, I won't let you be turned. I won't let you make that choice. It's just like, really, Bella needs people in her life who don't try to control absolutely everything about her life. She really just should have been with Jake. Bella and Jacob makes much so much more sense. Yeah. Because he's not toxic! Honestly, well... He's, he's starting got to some, be some toxic traits. Yeah, he's starting to. But be. he's not like he's nothing like Edward at all. He's not gonna just fucking up and leave her and have her like. Yeah, he wouldn't abandon her in the woods. He wouldn't leave her to die. He wouldn't just like. And he also wouldn't try to kill himself the second she wasn't around. Yeah, he's not gonna go to Sam and be like, <laughs> "Murder <head off."> me." <laughs> That's such a shitty thing to say to Jacob too. It's just like... Sorry, it's Bella, always been the cold one. Yeah, Bella's standing there and just looks him dead in the eyes. It's like, it's always been him. And it's just like destroying this kid in one sentence. And it is so doesn't he up. like Doesn't Doesn't he disappear? Yeah. In like Eclipse? Like he's just fucking gone to like clear his head and shit? Yeah, at the end of Eclipse he disappears. At the end of Eclipse or at the end of this? Mm-hmm. I think at the end of Eclipse. Because he's present for the fight. He's in the oh, fight. Oh yeah, he is in the fight. I think he disappears after that. I will never understand why these two guys are fighting over this girl. She's not Everyone a wants a piece of her. Mike wants a piece of her. Yeah. Like, like why? She, her superpower. Is special about this girl her superpower should be that she's a succubus more than anything <laughs> because holy shit she's a saltine she's a saltine of a person and i do believe we have now reached the end of new moon any final thoughts final thoughts please just wait wait till what till we're married i don't want to get married yeah, she didn't want to get married. She didn't want to have kids. She didn't five want to Five years. He wants her to wait five years. And she's like, I'm going to be like 23 by then. You're going to stay at 17. No. That is weird. Down to three. Yeah. No shit. What are you waiting for to save your immortal soul? Well, the worst part is, is that according to Stephanie Meyer, her vampires don't gain emotional maturity. They just, they're stuck in this maturity state that they're in which means there's a lot of teenage vampires running around and that's why edward is the way he is he's constantly 17 any other final thoughts no mine, mine are uh edward's even more toxic than he was before and <laughs> the biggest danger in the entire series to bella is edward and edward's own actions and he proposes at the end of uh, New Moon, which in is... In the woods. Again, in the woods. What? In the Mary woods. He takes her into the woods a lot. And, like, I get Washington's a lot of woods, but... Serial killer much? Yeah, and, like, Edward's just such a toxic person, and she definitely should have just been with Jacob, because Jacob's a much better person than, than Edward is. Wouldn't leave her in the woods... Wouldn't force her I to get choose. Cold Wouldn't... Feet. My feet get cold. I want a, I want a warm body. I don't want... See, I'm the opposite. I'm constantly getting really hot. So, like, the cold person would probably actually be really nice for me. However, I am allergic to the cold. So, and I do get hives when I get cold. So, Jacob would probably be the better bet. 
Also, <laughs> the only appeal, the only appeal to the vampirism is one, after a while, you become rich. And two... If you do it right. Yeah, well, if you do it right. Uh, one, you become rich. And two, the immortal part does appeal to me, I will admit. Now, those are the only two appealing parts about being a vampire. Everything else is much more appealing about the shapeshifters. The immortal thing is cool. The immortal thing you like... could get out of the shapeshifters too, if you're a shapeshifter. True, yeah. Like it's so, you yeah. yeah, extended lifespan and stuff. But it's like, do I want to live that long? Like everyone I know in my my current lifetime will be yeah. dust. Well, the nice thing like... about being a shapeshifter is if you don't want to be immortal anymore, just stop shifting and you'll start to age again. Right, because then so yeah, yeah. you could just choose it if you wanted to. Like, if you just want to be healthy, 20s, early 30s is something like you know, physique. Because apparently, as soon as you transform, you just get abs like, <laughs> just, like instantaneous abs. Because at no point did Jacob work out at all. Um, you know, you could just do that for like a couple decades and then just start to age after that. So, you know, just just be 20 somethings for like until you're actually 50 and then go from there so you know i i would prefer probably to be a shifter just for many reasons i'd still like to eat like yeah. I, don't, I don't like the idea of never being able to have panda express again like that just sounds like it fucking sucks like no oh my god do you remember when, when we went on a hunt in philly to find panda express yeah. and we couldn't find any Oh my god, Wait, what is it? We found Mandarin Express instead? Like some, like some kind of Chinese like mall food. Yeah. And, and we're just like, eh. We hunted so hard for Panda Express and they just didn't deliver at all. And not in the way. We, I think if we had gone into the city and not into the suburbs, like we would have actually found some panda. Well, the thing is, is like we looked on like, we we Googled like the maps for it. And we did. It just, we went to the one that said it was closest to us. And then we get to the mall and it's a Mandarin Express, not a Panda Express. And it just wasn't nearly as good as Panda Express was. And then oh God, the, it next, was... the next one I think was like an hour away or something like that. And we were hang just... on, hang on. I'm going to go into Philly. <laughs> I'm going to look right now. Panda. Panda Express. See all locations. Panda Express. There's one on Market Street. There's literally one in Center City. Yeah. And that was like, those were our options. So we just, we weren't going to do that because holy shit. Because that was also the day we went to check out the Barnes and uh, the, uh, sorry, the Castles and Poor People that we considered our rival yes that's we, where everybody we went was... to revisit our rival store yeah because that's where like half of the staff was from and they just kept going on and on about how awesome that store was and we're like what the fuck is making the store so cool and then we went there and it was just as cool as like they said it was right it was just we walked in we're like oh like it was this really nice brick building and the <laughs> cafe was really nice and it like had all this stuff we didn't have and i'm just and like, we walked oh. out grumbling because we can't say shit about it because yeah, it is as nice and, as like, isn't that what had like the service computers for people to use to like look up books and everything? Yeah. yeah. It's the only castles and poor people I've ever been in that actually had those. And I'm just like, oh, this is why people think it's really cool. It's really fucking cool. And then we were both mad about it because it was a lot cooler than our parts or our castles and poor people. So it was just really mad that it was it was so much better than our castles and poor people. But it all, that's where they had, like, the Oreo cheesecake and everything. And yeah. it was just really good. And, like, their their cafe manager was, like, really cool, too, who I'd met before. 
And it's just like, yeah, no, I get why people like this store. It's it is better than ours. <laughs> just being mad about it. Oh, well, I can't believe we got through a Twilight movie again I in know. one sitting. And it's just like we're actually making progress. I think this is and progress. It's, and it's not even that late. <laughs> well, it's it's twelve. It's late for here. you. Yeah. It's, it's 12 30 here yeah but we were actually like watching the movie at like 10 something and i'm like that's a lot better than we've been doing so, right so yeah you know what with this a lot of progress we're getting better at this mm-hmm. so that's that's fair we're getting better at this so hey i'm impressed with us so and um just gonna tap myself on the shoulder i know you. right it's just gonna... <laughs> and so if we do one of these a week so next week will be Eclipse and then Breaking Dawn, and we will actually start Harry Potter this month. So Aaron's so excited. I'm yeah, so excited, she, but yeah, uh, like Aaron claimed episode or uh, movie four, four right? Four. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did tell her that she's allowed. You know, she's allowed. Um, if she wants, she can come on more than just movie four. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm just like, you know, you can come on, you know, because like, cause you and I want to do one on our own. I'm like, you can do two, three, four, whatever you want. She's like, I have nothing bad to say about three. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> I don't either. Not yet. Like, well, I like, do, but. I, Azkaban is going to be, I think, our shortest review. Yeah, because the Azkaban movie was really good. So The movie was good. The book was good. Like, I was recently reading Harry Potter fan fiction. Oh, and I I read a lot of Harry Potter fanfiction. Let me now, let me tell you something. The one I'm reading right now is very good. For one thing, they've made an effort to be like culturally diverse in there because there's a lot of headcanons that uh, Harry and Hermione are not white, and because none of the books actually specifically state the color of either of their skins. Not just their hair, eye color, hair. yeah. Yeah, like they don't. They, they tell you what color Harry's hair is, but they don't do so much detail about the color of Hermione's hair. Or they just how much of it that it's like bushy and bushy. stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a strong headcanon out there that Hermione is black, but there's also a strong headcanon out there that Harry is Indian, like from India. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this uh, fic that I'm reading is, it went down that direction, but it also went down a lot of other like culturally diverse directions too. Of just like a lot of like LGBT inclusion and like all kinds of different stuff. And it's really good. Cool. And yeah, and I'm just like, I was actually really impressed because I didn't have like a lot of high hopes for it. But because um, it's been a while since I've read like a Harry Potter fan fiction that I just thought was great. And this one's mm-hmm. genuinely great because they actually really have dived into like pure blood culture and what it means. Okay. And like seriously into pure blood culture and like the tra- traditions and like what it all means and like um the different species like they went into like the mer people and like their government and then like the we know of- nothing about yeah the in this world and like so many of the different species they went into like depth about house elves and how their magic works and why they have to like be bound to wizards and stuff like that in a way that actually makes sense and not just like an absolute servitude kind of way mm-hmm. it's really good and i'm very impressed so far and i was re- i thought i was really far into it and it's a still in progress story. And I don't like to start still in progress stories, but because uh, sometimes they don't finish them. And I right. thought it was really far into it because it's got like 22 chapters or something at the moment. And I was on chapter three. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck. Because it's got, it's, it's a really long 
it's a really really long fic because it keeps track of the words it's over a hundred thousand words um, yeah oh, let me tell you i have a hard time reading like a single novel anymore but i have definitely sat down and read books much bigger and like than the, the harry potter series just in fan fiction as a whole so it's because like there's, i i read there, a lot of fan fiction there is a a duology that i think you would like based yeah. on what you just talked about this fan fiction mm -hmm. it is just two books um it's the first one's called mirage and the second one is called the court of lions and they're by sumaya dowd okay I cried in the beginning of the first one. Yeah. And then I finished the second one crying in my kitchen. Oh. <laughs> and I do stand corrected. This one is a work in progress at 28 chapters 28 and 440,000 words. Jesus. I mean, yeah. send me this. I, I will eventually read it because I'm, I'm interested. It's it's very good. And I'll tell you straight off Where's the bat. AO3? Yeah, I'll tell you straight off the bat, it is a, which, this is a pairing I don't read very often, but, um, because it, it just doesn't interest me that much, but it is a Harry Draco ship, so, I don't read it very That's often. That's so spicy. No, because it starts in their second year. <laughs> so, I know, but like. Fourth year at the moment, so, but, uh, uh. I don't the read that in that relationship. Yeah, I don't read that pairing very often, because I don't really like that pairing. Um, but I decided I really to really love the Draco Hermione pairing. Oh yeah, no, that's that is my ultimate pairing. <laughs> anything, any trope, any like subject, any whatever that you would like to ever read about the Harry Draco like shit or the not the Harry Draco, the Hermione Draco ship, you let me know. I've been reading fan fiction for these for the, more than a decade. So I love the one bed trope. Do they have that for Draco Hermione? Oh, of course they do okay absolutely i want i want i want the one bed trope if you go on fanfic.net they have almost a million fan fictions on there and then if you go on ao3 they have over three hundred thousand. i think it's yeah it's like three hundred thousand fics and fanfiction.net is old by the way um and so if you want the older fandoms you have to go over there um but uh AO3 has a lot of like the current, the more current stuff and like there a lot of go. the bigger stuff. But hands down, I love the Harry Potter series. I really, really do. It does not have a lot of inclusion of either people of color or people who are LGBT and just like as a baseline. However, the fan fiction does not have that issue. It is very inclusive. And this is easily one of the most inclusive fics I've ever read. And I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, and so it's it's really really good. It's a soulmate trope too. Aww. Yeah. All oh, right, no. Harry Potter. It's the first one up there. Oh no wonder it's so good. It's just an author I follow. I didn't realize the one I was reading was an author I follow. Uh, um, can I, can I search one bed, one bed trope? Probably it's really hard to search on fanfic.net, but it's a lot easier to search on Ao3 because you get to search by hashtags. Oh yeah. But like shout out to. Shauna's storyteller on AO3 because I've definitely been following this person for a while and didn't realize the fic I was currently reading was by her. But she's one of the best that there is. So cool. Yeah. 
Um, I'll have to send it to you because it is genuinely like, oh, and like, and it really devils into like Sirius and like his relationship with Remus and like all this. It's so good, girl. And there's a lot of like culturally relevant aspects to it too. Like it, it dives into like Bow Battens and it dives into the, like the Harry's own heritage as Indian and everything like that. It's really good. Like I'll have to send it to you. It's definitely something I recommend. But I... Ron yeah. is what, Irish because he's a redhead? Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, they, don't, they didn't change Ron from canon. Like he's, well, they didn't change his ethnicity from canon. Um, he is much smarter in like this go round, but they're all a lot more agreeable because Harry and Draco are soulmates. Uh, their friend group kind of merges and it changes a lot, but in a really good way. So I definitely. I'm interested. I must tell Aaron. I definitely recommend it. Yeah. If y'all ever need Harry Potter fanfic recommendations, you just have to ask. Oh, I am like, not I, joking I, I, when I say I've been reading them for probably 15 years. Like Aaron reads fanfic. I have not delved into fanfic. I only read one and it was short and I fucking lost my mind because it was about Sora and Riku. <laughs> Yeah, no. no. It's the thing about it is, is when you start. And all games, I remember from this fanfic was like they're what sixteen years old. They're at one of the other's house and they're trying to study mm-hmm. while Sora is sitting in Riku's lap in the recliner and like Riku takes off his glasses slowly and like takes off his socks. I'm just like, this is so cringy. That's weird. That's really weird. <laughs> the thing about the thing about reading fan fiction is is when you first start out and if you just like if you just do it on your own you have no idea how to like filter for things and like filter for things in a way that you're getting quality stuff rather than just a bunch of garbage and i definitely have learned over the years what is garbage and what is not and how to like filter it out but the harry potter fan fiction is some of the best fan fiction I've ever read because these are fan fictions that outstrip the novels by leaps and bounds. Like the original novels, you know I love the original mm-hmm. novels. I have absolutely read dozens of fan fictions that are far better than the novels ever thought about being in many ways, whether it's just plot in general or just overall like the inclusivity of it like one of these fictions that like includes like races and genders and stuff like that or just generally just the writing style is better like even if it's just kind of like a rewrite of some of the like of the books themselves they're just better and i love it i love harry potter fan fiction is easily the best fan fiction i've ever read as a fandom they have the best fan fiction writers that there is no i'm i'm not a you know, I, I have not delved into fan fiction. Like, I have only read what Aaron has thrown my way. And it's usually been Kylux stuff. Okay. And I, I don't know the Star Wars world as well as she does. Mm-hmm. But I'm just sitting there going, this is some spicy General Hux and Kylo Ren. And I'm like, ooh. That's fair. There is a lot of spice in fan fiction. There's a lot of... That doesn't have, but you like, but you can filter for those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I've read everything across the spectrum. Like I read fan fiction, nothing surprises me anymore. And like, like seriously, if you like, when I tell you everything is in fan fiction, if you would like to read a fan fiction about Hermione and the Sorting Hat, you could do that. Oh God! I've come across. How do you fuck a hat? How do you fuck a? Look. I've I've seen this fan fiction. It exists. 
if you want me to send it to you, I will. But like everything under the sun exists in fan fiction that you can think of. Some of it you'd wish it didn't, like that one. But some of them, like the fiction I, I will send you, are just amazing. Like, yeah, send me send me the good plots and the yeah. good tropes and stuff oh, like that. If you are a Draco and Hermione shipper, which thank God somebody else is, because I don't yeah, know any. I'm a Draco Hermione shipper. Yeah. I will send you my favorite fan fiction of all time, which is called Almost Always Pure. And it is the one of the best fan fictions I've ever read in my entire life. And it goes back and forth between Hermione's time period and Regulus. Oh. Yeah. And it's really good. It's really, really fucking good. So I will have to send that one to you. Um, because that one is my favorite fan fiction of all time. And I will read it. I've read it many times. It's it's kind of long. Um but it's one of the best ones that there is and you'll love it but uh getting into fan fiction is is interesting because i read a lot of novels and then i got into fan fiction and now i read a lot of fan fiction and less novels so if you decide you're interested in fan fiction just let me know and i can um help you sort through some of the bad shit give you some 15 years worth of tips and tricks yes please some of it's really good some of it's garbage some of it's really good. That's fine. All right. All right. We accomplished New Moon. We did New Moon. We did New Moon. Oh my God. Oh. And then next week, Eclipse. And then by the end of the month, we'll actually have, I think, two Harry Potter ones done. So. Excitement. I know. It's Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns. Nom 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 cookie! <laughs>